0: Welcome back, listeners. For those who have been wondering where D1 Boyfriend has been, we are back. It's currently Christmas break. And uh I've had a episode saved up for you guys. I'm gonna divide it into two parts. It's with my coach, or my catching coach, Ryan Girion. He <clears throat> he went to OSU, Ohio State. He played in the pros. He went to one of the best JUCOs in the country out in Florida. This first part's gonna be Pretty much about his baseball career. The second part will be more... Eh, less baseball stuff, more fun stuff, I guess. All right, guys. I plan on being back. Uh, things at St. Xavier for me, baseball-wise, didn't work out. My elbow did not really get better. So I'm back at home, going to school, working full-time as a painter, looking to get into the painter's union. So now, And I definitely have a lot more free time on my hands, so... I plan on dropping my weekly episodes. With all of this excess free time now, I have some big plans for the podcast, so stay tuned. All right, let's get to the interview with Coach Girion. Today I am interviewing Ryan Girion. He is my catching coach at St. Xavier, and he's a current professional baseball player. Uh, he's an Ohio State alum. Coach, thanks for coming on. No problem, Nick. All right, Coach, so who are you currently playing for?
1: Uh, the Chicago Dogs in the American Association of Independent Baseball. All right. Who else have you played for? Uh, boy. Professionally? professionally yes. Yes. Um, I started my professional career with the Windy City Thunderbolts in 2015. And then from there, I signed with the Evansville Otters for, I don't know, like a series. And then I played with the Gary South Shore Railcats and the uh, Chicago Dogs was the last one. Did
0: you play with the Railcats for a year?
1: Uh, just... Here and there, they call me whenever they needed a guy that's, I would sign for.
0: That's really close to my house, actually. <laughs> all right, so for the listeners, can you explain the road you've taken thus far with baseball?
1: Like, all together? Yes,
0: I have altogether. time. I have time. Um, I want to know where you went to high school, where you went to college, how long you've been in college, Okay. And where you're at now.
1: All right, so I started playing baseball when I was six... Maybe younger, probably younger. Uh, Cubs Care. I started with Cubs Care, which is the pitching machine. Uh, that was probably five, and then I started playing live pitch when I was six, and then uh, I pl- I just played in house. Uh, I played football and baseball growing up, so I didn't I wasn't on a travel team, so I only played it in the house league, um, and then high school ball. When I got there, I went to I started high school at Saint Lawrence High School and then I transferred my senior year and graduated from Brother Rice High School, Bolton in Chicago. From there, I went to Pensacola State College for junior college. Um, was there for a year, or a year and a half, but I tore my rotator cuff and labrum. Had that surgery, came back home, just did school for a semester at Moraine Valley, went to Ohio State, walked on at Ohio State, made the team, uh, was there for two years. Uh, came home for some to help out at home some medical issues and stuff came up so I just came home to help out and then I was supposed to go to Chicago State I had accepted a a scholarship to Chicago State Um, and then when I got there and was enrolled in my classes uh, the NCAA ruled that I was ineligible to play because I had come from a four year to another four year and I was just done with the whole NCAA Mm -hmm. and by that point I was four years and really hadn't really played a ton because of injuries so i was just done with college baseball and then i went uh just was working i worked for apple for like two years uh they you know got my benefits all my insurance and stuff through them uh, and they were great about letting me continue to train and so i helped run a batting cage facility and So I would work out there with another guy that ended up signing pro. Is that Chris? That's Chris. Okay. Yeah. And then how I actually got signed by the Thunderbolts. So Chris Chigas played floor hockey. And his floor hockey coach got him a tryout with Windy City. And how that came about was Chris was going to have to miss a floor hockey playoff game. And he was apparently a good player. Mm -hmm. So the coach made a deal with him that if he could get him a private tryout. He wouldn't miss the playoff game. He said, for sure. So, Chris got the tryout, and he asked if uh, I would catch his bullpen just as a favor. And then, so I went. He threw, I caught. We both walked out of their contracts. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So, how long did you play for the Thunderbolts for? Uh, I mean, the year, 2015. And then after that, you went to? Uh, Evansville. I signed with Evansville for... The start of twenty sixteen Evansville in Indiana, yeah, okay Evansville otters, oh, yeah, and, you told me that before, and then uh from there,
0: I went with Gary, okay, so I mean there's type there's different types of players like or hitting wise, are you more of a power guy, or are you more of a line drive guy? I'm more of a power guy, okay, I'm more of a not so much power guy, but that could always change, I guess you have to get, baby. <laughs> Alright, did you see uh Alex Thomas with the D backs at that home run? Yeah, I did. And so uh he's from the re- or not really the region, he's from Chicago.
1: Yeah.
0: But um I didn't ever get to play against him. If I stayed at Andran I could've played against him. But uh who have you played against that is I mean, pretty big now?
1: Uh Zach Birdie. I played against both in and he's I think he's from Sandberg. Um Sandberg, where's that? Is that in Illinois? Yeah, it's okay. like 131st on Grange. But, oh, that's not very far from us. Uh, I played against him when he was at Louisville and I was at Ohio State. Okay. Um, now he's with the White Sox. Okay. Uh, Brad Goldberg was a pitcher that played with me at Ohio State that uh, has some big league time. Um, Tanner Tully I played with at Ohio State. He has some big league time. Um, Joe Benson I played with. Uh, Mark Payton. He's triple-A. He was triple-A with the Yankees. Now he's, he got picked up in the Rule 5 drafts, so and now he's triple-A with the Athletics. Okay. Um, oh, for his lifetime against in steal attempts against me. The <laughs> um, that's probably... I mean, I know there's more that I'm forgetting. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Is there any
0: guys from pro ball?
1: Yeah, uh, Taylor Grover I played with. Uh, he's currently in triple-A with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Zach Smith is a catcher with the Diamondbacks. Um, Scott Barnes played with the, he has big league time with the Blue Jays. Uh, I played against Reggie Abercrombie, who's big league ball. played against Rafael Rafael Palmero. Okay. Um, You did? I did.
0: Okay, because he's kind of playing in the
1: area, like Indiana or Illinois area. He he, he signed with the Cleburne Railroaders in the same league that, uh, I'm in with the dogs and the rail cats, and he's know. like fifty something. He's fifty. He was fifty three last year. Still had two tanks <laughs> off of us. Still got oh the big league swing, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so now.
1: But the pitcher shook me off. Oh well, yeah, it's his fault, yeah. obviously. I didn't tell him what was coming, but he shook me off, and then he tried to throw a fastball by Rafael Palmero. and he was like eighty-seven. <laughs> Good luck.
0: So currently, you're a student at Saint Xavier. And also in the off season, you, uh, you plow snow, correct? Yeah, I do. That's um, what you do for money, pretty much in the off season.
1: That's one of the things I do for money in the off season. I also give lessons. Uh, I flip houses with my brother. Um, any basically any sort of odd jobs that you can think of, I've probably done it. I used to, I worked maintenance at the Swaparama flea market. Okay, that's down the road. Yeah, that was terrible. That was absolutely <laughs> There's a bunch of sketchy people there? I mean, the sketchy people didn't bother me, because if you knew the right people, you'd just go over to them when the cops were coming and just let them know that the cops were there, mm. and then they'd cover up whatever they had that was <sighs> stolen or whatever, and then they'd take care of you at the end of the day. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Yeah, that was nice. All right, so at St. Xavier, what are you majoring in? Uh, exercise science. When I was at Ohio State, I was double majoring because I had so much eligibility left that I was going to be able to have two majors and finish Uh, my masters and I was double majoring in kinesiology and sport industry and with that sport industry there was a minor in business so when I came home to help out and everything and uh, with my trans with the credits that transferred I was closest to a degree in exercise science so that's why I picked exercise science okay do you plan on doing anything with that in the future I'm gonna coach baseball Alright, that's what you want
0: to do that's for it. a living.
1: I just, I just want to coach college baseball. Okay, and I mean potentially pros, but realistically, I'll, I'm good with college.
0: Yeah, I mean you're an assistant here. Yeah, um, that's correct. Yeah, you're my catching coach. I try to be. But you don't believe in stretching. Can you give your take on stretching?
1: Yeah, I'm not. I think the body is just it. It's it's meant it's meant to work. So for me, uh, I would rather like a. a a tight rubber bands an explosive rubber band. I'd rather be explosive than than not um i mean i i you take care of yourself in other ways uh muscle activation um, you know you get on the treadmill I usually don't do treadmill in the season, but I'll do the elliptical and a bike and just stay loose but if if you keep doing stuff, then you're not really gonna get super tight you know you can roll yourself out you can get do some trigger point stuff with a little Hot tub. ball. Hot tub, cold tub, you can contrast. And there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. I just, I don't really think static stretching is important by any means.
0: Yeah. So over the years, you've, you've said that you've been to a lot of colleges. How
1: long have you been in college? Nine years. I've been in college for <laughs> nine, nine years. years. I have two associate degrees. Ugh. I'm going to have... What are those in? Uh, I have an associate of general science, and a, or no, associate of science and associate of general studies. Okay. Some pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess, a lot of associate degrees. Yeah. It's a ton of associate degrees. (laughs) But, uh, so I'll be done with my bachelor's degree in May, and then I start my master's program in July, and that's a one-year program. So by the end of it, I'll be in college for a full decade with four degrees. (laughs) 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 All right, so how
0: did you get the job at St. Xavier Coaching?
1: Um... Great question, i don't really know. Um, Did you just talk to Rocco and yeah, so Dan mcLaughlin was was a player kind of uh, <laughs> here Danny Mac. and he I had known Dan i mean he's he's two years older than me in school, but I mean we used to work out together all the time.
0: now, uh, let me say this real quick. Dan was on our baseball team here in the in the fall and he played last year. He's about 30 years old. He's
1: 29. He's yeah. 29 years old. But, all right, keep going. Uh, so I knew Dan uh, from growing up. We trained together a bunch. And then uh, he told me that St. Xavier was probably going to be looking to uh, for a catching coach. And I said, I'm absolutely interested. And he gave me the head coach's number. And I called him up. I met with him. He said, well, I can't really pay you a lot. And I said, that's fine. I just want to build my resume. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I came out, uh, started coaching, and then he, he was able to find a way to help me uh, pay for school by coaching. And it's been it's – so essentially I'm a grad assistant without being a grad student. Okay. Um, oh and that's God. where we're at now.
0: All right, so in the off season, I see you in the workout room a lot. So – In the offseason, what do you do? Do you hit? Do you throw? I know you work
1: out. Yeah, um, I do do a little bit of everything. I don't really. So, with independent baseball, spring training is a little bit later. Um, So, like, my spring training doesn't start until the first week of May. And it's usually like a two week spring training where you're just playing games. Um, So, I don't really have to press to get ready. So, our season ends the first weekend of October's if you make it all the way. Um, but So what I do is, I usually shut it down hitting for a month. Uh, I won't throw a ton, but I, I have to keep throwing because with my arm issues, it just mm-hmm. if, if I don't throw, my arm tightens up, so I, I, I throw year round. I don't necessarily long toss year round, but I throw year round. Um, but to get ready, Uh, I absolutely lift. I'll do power power movements um, for probably two months in the off season and then I use right around Christmas, I change it to more functional movement stuff. Um, uh, And then with throwing, like I said, I throw you around, I throw BP, I throw with you guys at practice, I I throw all the time. And then hitting, I usually ramp up hitting, I'll start hitting off a tee around November I'll hit off a tee, do some flips for basically the month of November December I might take BP maybe once a week and then January uh, I'll go just about three days a week with BP uh, and then February I usually bump that up to about four and then uh, March and April March I kind of Tone it down a little bit. I usually go back to about two two to three days a week. And then April, I hit almost every day. Okay. And you hit at that facility? Yeah, I hit at the facility that I work at. Okay. All right.
0: Over the years, I'm sure you've experienced a lot of good and bad things on the field. Um, have, do you have any cool stories for us? I'm uh, sure there's going to be a ton, but...
1: Yeah, um, the one that jumps out right away would probably be... Well, I mean, Rafael Palmero hitting... Playing against Rafael Palmeiro was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, but going back to my junior college days, we played against the Mets for their spring training. It wasn't their major league team, but it was like their double-A affiliate. Um, this was both good and bad, because it was good because I played really well. Um, and I at that time, I had some interest and some scouts that were talking to me. So it was cool that I was able to play against some guys and do well. Um, and then my backup was supposed to take over in the 4th inning cuz there's three catchers so we we're just going to break the game up 3 3 3 just so everybody gets the same amount of reps but in junior college we had a rule that if we lost the game before you had to shave and my backup didn't shave so I went out to catch the 4th as his punishment he was only going to get two innings um and in that inning I was play whoever it was I don't remember the guy's name but uh he was a Dominican dude that had broken all the records in the minor leagues for stealing, stolen bases. So I intentionally walked him hmm. to throw him out, mm-hmm. my arm was really good, and he stole first pitch, it was perfect, called pitch out everything, I had him dead to rights, and I, th- I let the ball go, I heard a pop, my arm went numb, and tore my 0 cuff and labrum right there, so, that was kind of the end of that, but I wasn't supposed to be in the game. Yeah, so.
0: and with the labrum injury, you said that, well the doctors say that once you hurt it, you're you're never going to get 100% back to where you are.
1: Yeah, when I went for my first consultation, uh, the, the doctor that was our doctor for the team said that there was a 50-50 chance that I would ever play again and 100% chance I'd never be at the same level I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was cool was I was in Pensacola. I was at Pensacola State, and Dr. James Andrews has his institute in Gulf Breeze, which is just over the bridge. Uh, so I went there for a second opinion and he looked at my MRI and was like well Drew Brees' shoulder was worse and I had surgery the next day um, and he cleaned it up but there's seven anchors in my arm okay um I've never had the same velocity but I've I've never had an issue after that either so I I just kind of helped me out cuz I had to learn how to actually catch and like use my feet and uh you know do different things to cut down my pop time where before I was able to just rely on my arm strength yeah
0: So since I'm kind of suffering through a little injury right now, what did you do in your time off from the
1: game? Because I'm well, trying I, to get
0: back out there right now. I know yeah. you are. It's
1: driving me nuts. You need to just sit down. But what I did um, because I had left Pensacola, I rehabbed down there uh, for like two two weeks, maybe a month, um, and at that point, right right out of surgery, all I did was rehab. But when I came back with I rehabbed for probably another month when I came back and then I was cleared to start doing uh some some cardio. Uh real, 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 real lightweight stuff. Um but what was cool with my situation was I one of the, the guy that had trained me through high school. So Brad. That's Brad. Okay. Uh the guy so Brad trained me all through high school and he was able to basically work one on one with my physical therapist and they worked together to find out what things I could do what things I couldn't do let's try this if it hurts shut that down we'll go a different way. so he was able to actually like completely revamp my therapy with her um, and so I was basically even when I was working out I was doing therapy there and I was doing therapy at physical therapy so my life really for the next year consisted of strictly therapy about eight months after surgery I was able to throw again um, started at 30 feet just 10 throws at 30 feet and work your way back get on a throwing program um, so really I wasn't fully cleared to play uh, about a year so it was about a year I tore my rotator cuff and lay on October 8th and I got cleared to go back like September 24th or something jeez yeah it sucked <laughs>
0: Well, for me, it's only supposed to be a three-month recovery, so just a lot of therapy
1: and yeah, dude. start You're going. therapy. In. So on game day, what's your routine? Uh, it depends on if it's a day game or a night game, but uh, we'll just go night game because that's what mostly it is. So most night games, especially at home, are 7.05 start. start. Um, so I'll usually get to the – I'll wake up, have a pretty good breakfast, usually have – two, three eggs, uh, some toast, um, you know, whatever. And then from there, I'll go to the gym. Uh, I get up about nine, um, eat my breakfast, go to the gym. During during season, the, really the only thing I do is I'll do 20 minutes on the elliptical. I'll do a full body, very light uh, workout with some weights, uh, some lunges, uh, push-ups or you know whatever just kind of get the blood going and then I end it with a 10 minute bike ride and then from there I go to the field I get to the field probably around noon noon 30 um, then I'll have the trainer do some arm care stuff with me um, then I'll go out I will relax a bit I'll go out of on the field about two uh, and the pitchers that I mean bullpen pitchers or pitchers that threw two games ago that need to throw, whatever, I'll play catch with all of them, because even though we have bullpen catchers, I really like catching my guys. Um, I just feel like the more I catch, the more on the same page we become. I can talk to them, Definitely. how they're feeling, which, what, what pitch are you feeling tonight, um, all that stuff. So I'll catch that, and that, that usually is about an hour, um, just depending on how many players we got. Then I'll go in, get a Get a snack from the pregame spread, and then um, usually it's PB and j i uh, I'll go. Uncrustable. No, it's the actual PB. Good, that's you gotta the best. Make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then go to the field. Take BP. So for seven o'clock game, BP is usually about three thirty. Um, if you're a home team, if you're not, then it's later. But uh, I'll go to the take BP. BP is about forty minutes to an hour, depending on what you're doing. I can do early work sometimes if you know my swing feels off or whatever. Then I maybe will let the bullpen catcher catch and then I work on my swing. Um, but more often than not, I'm usually catching bullpens and then going right into batting practice after my snack. And then uh, there's about 45 minutes to an hour where I'm just relaxed, really not doing. A yeah. just sitting in my locker talking to the guys maybe playing some cards um, and then game time so it's at to 7.05 game and the pitcher starts getting ready he'll usually just get out there and start stretching about 6.30 and then I'm out there with him um, I don't stretch, but uh, I'm out there with them. Move um, around? I move around a bit. You I do usually... some sprints, something like that? Jog? Mm, uh, I usually jog out to center field, and I'll do some leg swings, okay. and I'll jog back, and I'll put my gear on. And the ball <laughs> like day. Um, I'm not about all the eyewash stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll talk to some kids in the stands. It's usually a lot of fun. Um, and then once that pitcher's ready to start throwing, I catch for him, he usually wants a long toss if they're starters, so then we'll long, I'll long toss with him. And then um, he'll throw his bullpen. We'll get on the same page as far as signs, uh, what we're going to do with man on second, uh, what what he's feeling, whether it be if his curveball is working today, if it's fastball, is it going to be his out pitch, breaking ball, whatever. Uh, we'll get on the same page that way. We'll usually go through the scouting report before he even starts throwing to figure out how we're going to pitch. The team that we're facing that night what tendencies are with those guys um, you know what the situation calls for are they guys that like to put the ball in play do they like to play small ball are they power guys whatever and we usually come up with a plan to attack them there and then game starts at 7 done around 11 take a shower rinse repeat
0: so it's a long day (laughs) it's a long day yeah all right, Coach, so what we're going to do is we're going to – I mean, we're already at 23 minutes. We're going to do part one. This is going to be part one, and then we're going to do part two right after this, and I'm going to put that into a separate episode. That's fine, dude. All right. Man, what a guy. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss having that guy in my life every day. Just a great guy. Great coach, great guy. Wants to be at the field every day. First guy at the field. Last coach at the field. Just a great guy, I'm gonna miss him. Hope you guys liked the first episode back. Got another episode coming next week. So stay tuned.